good evening, CSF. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to Monday Night Worship Online. Um, every week we get together and our hope, even during COVID-19, sheltering in place, um, we always want to just have a chance to be together every week to encounter God and to be known by Him. We know that that changes everything for us, and so um, this time is really important. Um, right now, um, I'm so glad that you're here. I'd love it if you could, in the chat, just say that you're here. Um, let us know. I, I think there's something really encouraging about just seeing who all is watching um, so that we can be encouraged just with each other. So if you could do that right now, that'd be awesome. After you've done that, something else, if you could maybe just take a second and um, make sure that you are in a place that is distraction-free, um, that's quiet, maybe shut off other things you have going on. Um, kind of similar to how on Monday nights, you know, we, we have the space set aside, we walk into the great room, and there's kind of this physical act of um, separating ourselves um, from other things so that we can focus on just encountering God together. I think it's still good for us to do that. It's certainly weird and hard to do that right now. Um, but find a quiet space, make sure you've got that, get your Bible and your journal, and that'll be great. I think that'll be help this time, I think, be uh, more valuable for sure. So thanks for doing that. Um, so once you um, have a question for you to start off here, um, I'm, I'm going back memory lane a little bit for this one. Um, I want you to share, just write in the chat, um, what is the name of your pet? And you can share what kind of animal it is as well. If you don't have a pet, um, go ahead and put what your ideal pet would be. Um, for me, growing up, um, go ahead and put that in the chat. For me growing up, this goes back to like, I think it was like second grade or something. Uh, I got a dog and he was like um, straight from the pound. Um, he was not the greatest or anything, but I had him all the way through, um, all the way through high school and to college. Um, his name was Micah. We named our dog after a biblical character, which I'm not sure if that's like, um, I don't know, like, I just thought it was an interesting choice, a minor prophet, um, being a dog. Um, so anyway, that was his name. I want to know what the name of your animal was. Um, we don't have any pets now. Um, we have some allergies in the extended family, so um, we don't have any. I think if I had an ideal pet now, probably something like maybe medium size, I guess, that I could um, hang out with but doesn't just take... Uh, Lindsay's telling me something. What? Medium sized dog. You just said you'd have a medium sized pet. A medium sized... <laughs> I'd have a medium sized dog. Just to be clear, I want a dog. Um, and yeah... Uh, yeah, I don't think I'd want anything bigger than that. So I'd love to see what you have to say for that as well. Um, we're finishing up our series on spiritual practices. And the idea behind that series is just that we want to try to um, have some tools that will equip us to be able to remain centered in these um, kind of changing um, times right now, this changing world. And so hopefully those have been helpful, things like Lectio Divina, and silence and solitude and scripture memory and service. Um, I hope those things have equipped you to be able to remain centered in the Lord. And we're kind of, um, we're pivoting a little bit, but it's really kind of an extension of that series um, for what we're gonna be doing the rest of the semester together. Um, we wanna spend some time uh, just reading the Bible together, honestly. And I know that um, 
we probably already know that's a value. Certainly we talk about it a lot in CSF, but I, one of uh, my main hopes for us during this time, and one of the things that I know we've really been trying to do is, is just to give each of us the tools to be able to follow God ourselves and in community during this time, because we're all stuck in different places. It's, it's a little harder to do all these things together. And so if we can have the tools to pursue God and follow him wherever we are, um, we think that that might be the most helpful during this time. And so I'm really excited. Um, what we're going to be doing is reading through the book of Luke together. And you may have already heard about this if you're in a small group. Um, we're going to start a reading plan together. And really just all we want to do is we want to learn how to practice the way of Jesus together. We're going to read this gospel and um, learn together. What does Jesus say? How does he live? What does that mean for us? So we're going to read it and we're going to apply it. <laughs> so it's pretty simple. Um, I guess it's not uh, super catchy or anything, but we feel like it um, certainly is always timely, regardless of what's going on around us. So that's what we'll be doing. Um, and I'm really, really excited for this because of technology. We can do a reading plan together. Um, and Uversion makes that really easy. I don't know if you've heard of the app before, Uversion. It's a free Bible app. I'd encourage you to download it, maybe even right now, um, because we actually are going to be able to do a reading plan through Uversion. So, and, and there's even a way in Uversion, if you haven't done this before, to be able to um, interact together. There's a, there's a chat feature there and ways to encourage each other and hold each other accountable. So we're going to be doing a plan through that. And actually, there will be a link um, posted. It's getting posted right now in the chat so that you can connect right now and sign up for that plan. And I hope you'll do that. Um, it's, we're going to start tomorrow and we'll read a chapter a day and there will be a grace day each week so you can catch up. Um, we'll focus on some scripture memory on that day off um, to help us um, retain a little more of what we're reading. Um, but hopefully that's helpful. So click that link and uh, get signed up there um, and then we'll keep going. Now, something as we talk about reading plans, um, we have talked about this frequently in CSF and I'm not sure um, where you're at um, tonight when it comes to this, maybe you're doing reading plans yourself. Um, I don't know if this will interrupt something you're already doing or um, will just be an extension of something else that you've done um, or a good next step. But um, for us, what we're going to try to do is we're going to try to help make this a little, um, uh, I don't know, easier for everyone by maybe preparing um, each week for this. And so on Monday nights, what we'll be doing is kind of talking through um, what we can expect in the next set of um, chapters together. And hopefully that'll help as we um, are reading through each day to know what's going on, connect some other dots, understand some context, those sorts of things, um, so that we can get the most out of the text together. Um, but tonight I want to talk about um, something before that, before we even get there. And that is just this idea of, um, of a habit, of a regular practice. So um, this is important for us to talk about because when we do a reading plan that's every day, what we're talking about is really forming a habit or a discipline. And so I think it's important that we spend some time on that. Um, I looked this up, the definition of a habit, you probably, uh, of course you know what this is, but I'm just gonna say it anyway, um, is um, it's a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So um, 
an example for me of a habit, specifically during COVID-19, is around 9 or 10 o'clock every night, Lindsay's going to be nodding her head at this one, I always get up and go to the kitchen to get a glass of grape juice and usually um, some sort of snack, probably crackers or something like that. This has kind of been an ongoing thing and certainly during COVID-19, this has been a thing. Um, I'm curious for you, um, have you developed or um, maybe just continued some habits like that? Maybe some silly ones for you during this time. Um, would love to see those in the chat right now. What's a habit that you have? Um, another one for me, um, I'm actually doing right now. So I have, I will dress normally during the day, but I am always wearing slides um, when I'm uh, walking around the house now. I'm never wearing real shoes. Now that's a little unfortunate if I have to go outside um, when it's super cold outside, but um, that's another habit that I've formed. Every day I get dressed as normal, but then I, I put slides on um, to go around the house. Um, what about you? What's, a, what's something? Go ahead and put in the chat that is a habit for you right now during COVID-19. Habits are a big deal, and um, habits are um, important in our spiritual lives. Um, and really simply put, like habits are um, choices and expressions of the things that we value um, or that we want to value. Um, and so um, this is really important when we think about our spiritual lives. Um, Jesus had habits. Um, we see this, actually, it's going to be in our reading this week. We're going to see this in several different places. Um, Luke 4.16 is one where you can see this for sure. In Luke 4.16, um, it says, uh, And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up to read. So we see in Luke 4.16, it was his custom, it was a habit, that every week he was there for worship, for corporate worship. Um, the reading of the word um, in those times, singing, um, being together to encounter God. That was a regular custom for Jesus. It was a habit in his life, and certainly it was the case for any God-fearing Jew at the time. Um, another example of a habit we see in Luke 5, 16, also 16 for some reason. Um, 5, 16 says that, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. It was a regular habit for Jesus to get away, to spend time in silence and solitude, to spend time in prayer, to interact with God, um, to have intimacy with him. This is a regular thing for Jesus, another habit for him. We can see others. Um, another one, I won't read it, but if we look at even just Luke 4, 1 through 10, it's a story of Jesus in the wilderness where he's tempted. And what does he do when he's tempted? He recites scripture. It's scripture that he has memorized. So we know that that was a habit of Jesus. And we know just understanding Jewish history that um, this was a habit for any God-fearing Jew to uh, remember um, large chunks of scripture to memorize those. And so that was another habit that Jesus had. It was a spiritual habit for him. And so um, this is important, like spiritual habits, these practices aren't just things that we just do one time and set them aside. That's not the point of them. They're things that we choose to do regularly, day in and day out, um, consistently. And um, we do that regardless of how we feel about it. Um, we choose to do it 
um, so that we can experience the benefits of that. So it can be something that our lives actually show that we value. It's a choice that we're making about what we value. Um, and that's what reading the Bible every day is. That's what a reading plan is for us. It's us determining together that we are going to build a habit of reading the word daily um, so that we can learn how to love the Lord, um, so that we can learn how to follow our God who loves us and has the very best in mind for us. We're going to commit to this practice together. And um, I, I don't know, for some of you, maybe this will be the first time that you'll do this. I want to encourage you. It is well worth it. And there are going to be days where it's going to be really hard and you're not going to want to do it. There are going to be other days where it's really exciting and you're going to get a ton out of what you're reading and it's just going to be great. And there will probably be days that are in between for that. There may be some of you that have had some sort of discipline in this, maybe for a season, but you're kind of up and down. I'm excited for you because this can be a good chance for you to just get back on the horse, you know, to be able to form this discipline again um, and, and experience this during this time. Um, and then, of course, maybe for some of you, this will just be a good encouragement to continue in a discipline that you already have and to be able to do it in community and experience the benefits of that, where we're all together doing the same thing together. There's something so valuable about that. So I'm excited wherever you're at um, about you having a chance to do this and for us to really share in that together. So we'll be doing that plan. Hopefully you've signed up for that. I um, want you to go ahead and if you're not already, go ahead and open up that plan um, right now. Because um, there's a section in here that I, I want us to talk about as we get started. Just some preparation sort of things here um, that are going to be important as we go forward. If you look in there um, and if you look at a sample of the plan itself, you'll see that there's kind of a structure, a sort of a guide for how to um, read the chapters every day, for how to read the sections every day. And I want to just walk through that. Um, I'm not going to read to you. You can read. Um, that's not the point here. But I do want to cover these briefly just because there are a couple of things I want to highlight about this and uh, maybe um, that will help us prepare for this plan. So um, there, there are four, uh, four kind of key elements to um, what it talks about, what this plan talks about that we'll be doing. The first one is read, <laughs> which is um, sort of, Duh, but it gives an explanation for that and essentially um, that we need to make sure that we're reading the text, um, that uh, as we prepare we're praying, and um, that we're understanding some context. And so I wanted to hit pause and talk a little bit about just some general context. And this is a good practice anytime you start a new book of the Bible to read is that you take a minute to understand just a few key things about the book as a whole. Um, things like who the author is, who the audience is is um, what's the purpose of the book and um, you know what's the structure even of how that um, book is put together um, these are good things to think about and something that's really helpful for that um, a really really great tool for that is a study bible um, study bibles are so great um, if you don't have one i would encourage you tonight to go on amazon and order yourself an niv or an esv study bible um, they can be so, so helpful. The beauty of a study Bible is that essentially it's just packed full of tools that can help you read the Bible and um, gain even more insight. It can answer questions you might have as you're reading. Um, it can help with difficult topics that are um, 
either just coming up in the text or there are sections that just have articles that can help explain things that you might have questions about. So um, it can connect you to other passages of scripture that um, are similar to ones that you're reading. It's just great. So if you don't have one, grab one. If you do, um, you can go ahead and grab it right now and check this out yourself. I'm just going to share a few things um, from my study Bible, just about context for Luke, um, that'll help us um, get prepared here. And so again, if you have a study Bible, all you have to do is go to the front, um, to the first part. There's kind of a beginning section, an introduction before the book actually starts that explains um, these things that I said, like audience, um, author, um, setting. What's the other thing I said? Author, audience, purpose, structure. And it shares other things as well besides that. So, um, so for Luke, the author of Luke is Luke. <laughs> Um, Luke is, this is so weird because I can't hear anyone laughing and, uh, I'm just going to sit here and laugh myself and feel really awkward about it. Um, so Luke is, uh, the author of Luke. Um, a little bit more about Luke. He's also the author of Acts as well. He's a friend of Paul's. Um, uh, so, uh, he was a, a physician by profession. He was a doctor, which is super cool to think about. Um, Luke traveled with Paul, and so the cool thing about this is that um, we can see, we learn this from other extra-biblical texts, that Paul actually probably used um, Luke's gospel in his teachings for, um, in his ministry, which is pretty cool to think about, um, that Paul would quote Luke. There's a, there are um, records of that from other um, sources. So, Luke's the author. Um, why does that matter? Well, you're going to see some style things that are going to come up because he is the author, since he's a physician. Um, it makes sense. Um, Luke is pretty detailed, and he follows kind of an order and a structure that you'll see throughout the book. And we'll talk more about that in a second. So Luke's the author. Um, audience is the next thing. You can see this if you look in your study Bible. Um, at the very beginning of Luke, it talks about that he is writing to Theophilus. Now, I want to know, like, if you know someone with the name Theophilus, like, I really, really want to know that. So please put that in the chat. That that would that would make my night. Um, Theophilus was um, probably a, a man of wealth. Um, he probably had social standing. Um, but really, the important part here is recognizing that Luke was probably talking to um, Gentile Christians like Theophilus. Um, that doesn't mean there weren't Jewish Christians as well, um, but that was who he was probably focused on. Um, and the cool thing here to think about, though, is um, you can see this in the writing, and the Study Bible highlights this, that there's also an element in this book where it's really clear that Luke is trying to help, um, help explain the truths of Jesus, of the gospel, to people that don't know Jesus at all, which is super exciting and probably a good encouragement for us that we could follow Luke's example, maybe even invite people um, that we know that don't know much about Jesus into this reading plan as well. It's a great book to help kind of explain the core teachings of Jesus and what it means to follow him. So I'd encourage you to do that. Invite someone in your sphere of influence to read this book with you to join the reading plan. Um, I found it to be a great way to connect with people um, that don't know the Lord is using the version plan feature of that. So um, just an encouragement. Um, okay, so we've got 
um, author, we've got audience. Um, next one is purpose. Um, there are lots of things that uh, a book of the Bible, especially the size of Luke's, can bring to the table as far as what it, it can encourage. But I think the most important thing that we see here, at least that um, this study Bible talks about, is um, to assure Luke's readers of the certainty of what they had been taught. That Luke is trying to encourage believers in what they know about Jesus, what it means to follow him. And so that's really exciting because he's going to be really intentional about spending time explaining who Jesus is, sharing stories of his life in lots of different ways. Luke is a really great book that uses lots of different um, formats for that even. Um, story, um, uh, you know, you have um, song, you have poetry, um, you have some, just some really cool um, different things that occur, parables, so many things. And so um, Luke does a great job of um, connecting lots of dots and using a lot of different formats to help people be able to understand who Jesus is and what it means to follow him. So that's a brief summary of the purpose, and you can look more at that yourself in your study Bible. Um, the last thing we'll talk about is just structure. And this is important if we're going to read a whole book of the Bible that we understand structure. Luke, just like the other three Gospels, is, a, is essentially um, a biography. Um, it's essentially just a telling of the story of Jesus. And he does some really um, specific things in how he tells um, the story of Jesus' life. Um, but for us, for this week, what we need to know about structure is a lot of what we'll read this week is really the preparation phase for Jesus. It's what is Jesus' early life like before he starts his ministry? And then it just starts getting into the beginning of his ministry, him calling his disciples, having just some initial teachings about what it means to follow him. So I'm really excited to read this together this week um, with those specific things in mind. So that's a little bit of context. Um, go ahead and get your study Bible out to learn more about that yourself. Um, so that's context. We read it. The, the next part in the plan is that we explore. And the idea behind this is just that we get some general observations, that we figure out what's it, what it's saying about God, what is it saying about us. Um, so there's read and explore. And then you can see in there apply is the next one. We don't just want to read scripture for the sake of reading it. Um, we want to love scripture so we can live it. We talked about that before this semester. That's important that we don't just read to read, but we read to apply um, and do something with what we've learned. So we have an application. And then um, the last part is prayer, that we take the truths that we've learned and we pray. And I love what this plan specifically talks about for this, that we spend time just rejoicing um, based on the passage each day. How can we praise God? And then to repenting. The other side of that, um, what do we need to repent of in light of um, the passage? And then finally, we can request, I guess all of those are our things. So um, what can we ask God for today, whether it's for ourselves, for others? And so we spend time in intercession there. Um, so that's the rhythm that we read, um, explore, apply, and then pray. It's kind of a good structure for um, a quiet time for that first 15 minutes of our day um, that we give to the Lord. So we're going to do that every day. It'll take us all the way through to the end of the semester, just a little bit past it. Um, and I'm super excited about that for our community to do that together. And my hope through that is just that we can grow, that we can learn and we can grow together in knowing the Lord and practicing the way of Jesus and that we would get to the end of that and be able to look back and see that even though this time has been crazy, um, 
that there are some real ways that the God of the universe has formed us to look different, to look more like him, to experience his love and grace more fully, and for that to actually bear fruit in our lives together. I think that would be really, really cool to see. And certainly that's what he wants for us, no matter the season, whether it's good times or hard times. Um, So I'm excited for that. So I hope you'll join us again. um, If you haven't already, you can click the link to the plan. Um, It'll be in the notes section as well, not just in the chat. You can do that. Um, But yeah, um, I want to pray for us um, and then we'll talk about a few more things. Lord, I pray that you would help us, God, um, to hear from you. We're grateful for your word. We're grateful that you speak to us, that you know us and you love us. Grateful that we have access to your word, Lord, um, that we can download it for free on our phones, um, that we can buy it for cheap, um, and be able to um, learn and grow in you. And we pray that you would help us in that, um, that we wouldn't remain stagnant during this season, um, but God, we would come to know you more, know your love for us, understand um, the depth of passion that it would take for you to um, die for us, and um, Lord, uh, the power that it took for you to be resurrected, and how that Um, is available to us, this love and this power, Lord. Um, Help us to grow in you. Help us to walk in your way and um, help us to do that together and to even grow as a community, even though we're not physically together. Um, I pray that you would help us to be able to see ways that you're forming us even in unity as a community. We love you and we pray in your name. Amen. Um, So we'll have uh, kind of a week at a glance slide for you to Um, see that'll come up in just a second here to understand what's going on in the ministry coming up. But I just want to say I've loved being able to interact with you in so many different ways, whether through the group me or Cafe Devo on Thursdays, Um, even doing fun stuff. Um, The trivia nights have been so great um, just to hang out. So if you haven't done that yet, I hope that you will um, just for a chance to be together. It's so encouraging to have that. I know it's been huge for me during this time. So thanks If you've shown up and if you haven't, I just want to invite you to be a part of that. Um, I think it'll be good for you and encouraging for you. So thanks for um, being here tonight and uh, we'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.